you guys. I need a new computer. <sighs> I'm about to go outside and record a new episode. And I was actually feeling really great until just five seconds ago when my refurbished 2012 MacBook Pro that I bought in 2014 crashed on me. And this is the second time I will have lost some really great writing that I was excited about. I'm hoping that it's still there, but the way that it's been lately, when it crashes like this, it's just gone. Um, even though I have a freaking like Dropbox backup, for some reason I have to manually save it every time, and I don't think I did that. Okay, I'm outside, and... I have some writer gods to thank. I have some writer gods to thank because... Huh. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you. It, um, it did not delete the work that I just did. Thankfully, my goodness, this computer. I know I'm completely skipping my intro, but I can't even right now. I'm so like, distracted from the original thing that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> this stupid computer, it's not even the computer, it's this stupid charger that I bought in June, because these stupid Apple chargers don't last, and some charger from China keeps shorting out my stupid computer because it's old, but it's the charger because I can hear it, like, crackle, and then it shorts out the computer and shuts it off, Yes, I am getting a new computer, but I noticed that Apple is doing this new, like, processor launch in November, so I'm, like, waiting for that, but man, I really can't wait until I have a new computer because this one's done. This one's done, and the charger is done, even though I just bought it. It's so stupid. I hate Apple, but I also feel like I'm shackled to it, and I so stupid. I just need to make a switch, but I keep getting Apple. And I was on a high and like now I'm on a different high. Now I'm like, okay, that, that happened. But I was on a writing high because I finally got through this block that I was having the past like week and a half. And <sighs> thank you, writer gods. Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. So, welcome to the podcast where I share my journey writing my first novel. I'm a small business owner and entrepreneur living on the coast of Maine with my cat and my husband. No intro music today, I don't think. Uh, I'm probably gonna, yeah. Bonus episode, weird episode, whatever. This is my life, and this is what you get with this podcast. It's not all consistent, and you're getting something new every day. And that's kind of what the writing journey is like. So you're welcome for giving you a taste of this adventure. Just make sure to have, like, backups of your backups of your work, because man, it would really suck to lose anything. I do have mine backed up. Mine is backed up 
And before I came outside, I made sure to save that on the on the Dropbox that I'm saving it on. So I'm not going to lose that as long as Dropbox stays steady, whatever. Um, yeah, I was going to talk about, like, I really don't even remember what I was going to come out to talk about. But last night I, I did some, I know what I can talk about. I can talk about like the different hats that you put on and it's so stupid. I hate like all of these like cliched analogies. Um, just like calling it the craft and calling your creativity the muse or your muse and putting on different hats. I just don't know what else to, to say in, in lieu of those words. So you're going to get the cliches. Um, I'm realizing that I am pushing myself way too hard on this. And the more that I push and the more time that passes, the more anxious I get because I really want to have a second draft done by the end of this year. And I need to realize that I need to chill out because... If I don't chill out and take a breath and figure out what's wrong, then it's never going to get finished and I'm going to be stuck forever. So last night, I um, got caught up in a lot of We Speak stuff, a lot of my business. I updated like some website stuff. I spent hours doing some updates. I'm still behind on... Guys, I have a lot of 1099s every year. Last year, I had to send out... Uh, like probably 60 1099s out to the models. And thankfully I have a bookkeeper, but we're on a new system. So I have to make sure that that system has all the right information on every single model. So I have to go through a hundred plus models and their profiles and make sure everything is entered correctly because not everything is entered correctly. Of course, I have to put the dashes on the, all the numbers and put the zip codes and all the addresses and it's going to take a lot of time. Point being, I wanted to get as much of what's been looming over me out of the way as possible so that I could enjoy this weekend and it's going well so far. It's a Saturday. I woke up. I listened to some podcasts and I took a shower and then I started writing. And then I got myself out of this hole. Um, I'm basically rewriting the book in a way and cannibalizing some scenes, getting rid of some scenes, um, creating new scenes, and then weaving in the scenes that work still and then editing those. So I'm like in a very intensive process right now and it's, it's a lot. And if I don't give myself leeway it just becomes way too much. And then my, my creative muse probably like is screaming at me saying no more. And then just gives me really cruddy sentences. And then I'm like, well, I'm done for the day because this just doesn't work. How do you keep your writing fresh in the middles of these chapters and, and whatnot? Like, how do you, uh, I don't know. Cause my beginnings and endings are usually pretty, like, okay writing. 
But then when I get into the middles, I just feel like everything gets really bland. And I just start second guessing everything. Um, depending on where I'm at during the day, depending on where my mind's at, like my writing can either be really cruddy or it can be good. And this morning I um, attacked it with a fresh brain. So I felt good about it. And it would have been awful <laughs> to lose it. I did lose something once, uh, like two weeks back. That was very frustrating. The backup had a little bit of it, but I still had to rewrite like a full paragraph, which was a really specific paragraph that I spent a lot of time on. So it was like really annoying to lose it. And I spent a bunch of time looking for it and I never found it. And I am just so, so, so thankful that this podcast episode today is me telling you that I almost lost my work and not me telling you I was like getting ready as my computer was starting back up. I was like, this podcast is either going to be really, really negative or it's going to be just me frazzled and like thankful. (laughs) And my computer takes an eternity to start up. So I was just sitting there sweating, (laughs) waiting for it to start. Okay, I know I'm rambling a lot, and I also just ran into my neighbors. Um, I was getting somewhere with this hat analogy. The idea that you have a different hat on at any given time when you're working on your work. And what I needed to realize was that the hat that I needed was something different. So what I was doing was I was forcing myself to finish writing this scene. I just had to explain why I was talking to myself to my neighbor. (laughs) He's out doing some work on the road. Gosh, I am so distracted today. The point I'm getting to is just... Last night, after all of my work, I had to put on a different hat. And that hat was the Story Grid hat, actually. Um, Now, it's really easy to get just derailed by certain things and being so specific with, with plotting and all of that. But, like, because I'm restructuring most scenes in my book, I need to rethink the structure and the story structure and whatnot. So what I did last night was I was like, okay, the beginning, the middle, the end. Okay, each piece is about, you know, 25 to 30,000 words. And each of these sections needs the inciting incident, the complication, the crisis question, the climax, and then the resolution. And... When I started thinking about that, and when I started thinking about, again, I've mentioned this before, how important the crisis question is. When I started thinking about those and how to tweak the stakes and make it more compelling with where the plot was going, because I didn't have a direction except for get to point A to point B, and that wasn't going to do the job. When I did that last night... And incorporated some thoughts of um, this little budding romance that I wanted to add into the story. 
I figured out exactly what needed to happen. And once I knew that, and once I was excited about it, once I was excited about writing it, I was happy. So that's what I did last night. And this morning I just started writing. Um, started editing slash writing slash starting back from where I was stuck. Um, and I've been stuck at about 22 to 24,000 words for the past 10 days. I looked at it and I was like, gosh, this is taking too long. And now I'm unstuck. I'm unclogged. I at least have enough material, like thought material, at least enough of that to get me through this weekend and maybe even carry me through the week coming up. And it feels good. About this budding romance, has anyone seen the show on Netflix? Well, I'm sure it's on other platforms too, but Schitt's Creek is the cutest show ever. I really love um, comedies and sitcoms and like just the general like boring, like the, just a regular old sitcom, like Netflix has like the generic family stuff and it's like sometimes that'll entertain me, sometimes I'll just leave it running on, on the TV or whatever when I'm doing other things and it's fine, but Schitt's Creek is so darling and so cute and funny and unique and imaginative and the characters are so compelling. I just, I love the show and I think a big reason why a lot of people love the show is the relationship with David and Patrick and they get married at the very end. Spoiler alert, sorry, um, but it's not a big surprise or anything. You should, their relationship is so, so cute. And I've been thinking about that. And I've been thinking about the direction of this little like budding romance. It's not going to actually go anywhere because the ending doesn't allow it to, but there's something there. And like the future could hold something even like you'd have to like, as a reader, you'd have to really stretch and think about it and think about like the future and the evolution um, a bit to really like think about where that relationship might ever go if they ever see each other ever again. But it's, I think it's just the right amount of light in this book that is needed because there is so much darkness and I, I really don't know where all of this darkness comes from. Like, I did not know my brain was so dark. Actually, I, I did. When I wrote poems, they would always be sad poems. I wrote a lot of poetry as a kid. I think I mentioned that. And they, were, they would always get kind of like moody and dark. And even if I couldn't really achieve that feeling like viscerally, it was always there as I was writing it. So I'm trying to think about ways to keep this from getting too terribly dark. There's a lot of death. And this little budding romance gives me so much joy. And I think it's so cute. And I'm channeling that whole David and Patrick thing. It's definitely not the same. It's not comparable. But it's like... I actually changed 
the moment that I changed a character from female to male, because I have so many females, the moment that I changed this bully character to a male, I was like, oh, okay, that works, because why is he bullying Crimsy? And so you could just play with it from there, and I got really excited. Um... Maybe I shouldn't be t telling you all this, but, um, I mean, I guess it's a little bit of a spoiler because now you probably will, like, when you actually have the book, if you do in the future, um, you'll probably know who I'm talking about, but I think that's okay. It's giving me a ray, ray of light during this process, and I'm having fun with it, and it gave me the steam that I needed to go forward with the plot of this new draft. The new plot, new draft. Everything's shifting. It's not all completely different, but it's definitely shifting. And there are major scenes that are still, you know, um, just major points in the book that will stay. But as I work through it, I'm weaving my way and it's just shifting. And I like, I like where it's going. Finally, just like I said in previous, like before I started editing, I talked about, there's a lot of leaves. I talked about how the draft was draft zero and it had baby bones. And now I can... So I've, I think I've referenced my scoliosis before, but I can kind of just like imagine a chiropractor going down from like chapter one all the way to the end. And I'm like partway through just a chiropractor aligning everything. That's how I feel about my book right now. I'm just like slowly aligning the spine of the story. And then once that's done, then hopefully the edits for um, the third draft. The third attempt will be easier, hopefully. Faster. Hope maybe even more fun. Um, maybe less fun. I don't know. I'll definitely keep you posted. I don't know that I would do a new quote-unquote season of podcasts for it, but it's just all part of the journey and I'll definitely share on that. I think I'm at the end of this episode. I think I've shared what I needed to share. So, um, yeah, no intro this time or anything like that. Uh, as you've noticed, I'm sure I've been putting in my little clip of please subscribe to my email list at the beginning. I'll just, I'll just leave that there and you know where the link is. It's on the episode description, the podcast description. It would be great if you subscribed and... I will talk to you next time. Thanks again.